This is Aubrey Bledsoe, and you're listening to Follow Your Spirit. Jordan, how how was how was your freedom day? It was pretty good, you know. Worked. Uh, mm. Working at a country club means Fourth uh, of July is a busy day. Uh, I can imagine. I I enjoyed uh, our nation's um, Independence Day by sitting on the Capitol steps and watching the Beach Boys in concert and fireworks that followed. So. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty cool. Um, none of those things are things that I guess necessarily would have, you know, put on a list of want to dos. But when it was offered to me, it was kind of a no brainer to go uh, um, to go take part of that. So um, that's one of the cool things about living in D.C. is you 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 end up meeting so many people with so many different types of access and privileges yeah. and stuff like that that. Um, you know, sooner or later, you, you just end up getting invited to a lot, a lot of cool things. Uh, the counter to cool things, Jordan, is the uh, O2 loss that the Spirit took um, on what it's, they played Sunday, right? Yep. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, I guess we should definitely start with um, with the positives. Um, I thought, I mean, Caprice Didasco had a really great game. Yeah. Um, sure. Yeah. Um, you know, Aubrey Bledsoe, you know, even conceding two goals still was very active in, uh, and played well. Um, I, I guess I'm, I'm curious as to why Havana Salon came in the 92nd minute. We'll st- We'll we'll start there. What's the ninety? I don't know. I feel like that's a little too late for for the point for the goals they know they needed. Yeah, I think um, you know she's been out for a month and uh, knee injuries are difficult to handle. So I think that was kind of just the game was out of reach at that point, and it's just to get her feet wet, um, get her some minutes, get some time going back where it, it's not a high pressure situation. And just get her running around, going, moving, so that next week uh, she can hopefully play a, a more influential role. Yeah, um, I guess before subs there was a starting eleven, um, yes. and uh, I guess nothing. Uh, you know, Quinn plays middle midfield. Tori gets bumped to uh, uh, to, to the front line on the right. Um, Thoughts on this starting eleven? Yeah, I mean, I think pretty pretty simple. Um, I still don't really. I'm not really behind Tori on the front line yet. But um, other than that, uh, nothing nothing too big, nothing too crazy. And I I thought that looking at the starting lineup to begin with, it wasn't going to to be all that bad. Uh, you know, so. Going into the game, uh, the Spirit have done this a couple times. They don't do it every week, but they've, they've done this a few times. They they publish a Washington Spirit stats to know. Yep. And um, 
4.9 saves per game by Aubrey Bledsoe going into this game. Um, 80, 80.2% passing accuracy from Joanna Lohman. Um, 63.1% passing accuracy in the opposition's half. Uh, that's for the Spirits uh, in all. That's first in the NWSL. Um, but the only stat that I see coming out of this game, and this is match-specific and not season-specific, is 15 shots, two on goal. Yeah. Uh, and that, you know, that that two on goal part is... Um, this is five games without uh, without a goal. And I guess I've read those stats ahead before uh, that they listed because you know they're clear. The ball movement seems to be fine. Um, there just there isn't a goal at the end of all of that accurate passing. Yeah. Um, what isn't happening? Yeah, I mean, other than the simple, there needs to be a goal. Yeah, I mean, I think when you look at um, the the one of the stats you said there about the passing in the attacking third, first in the NWSL. Yeah, well, that's great, but, you know, two shots on target as a result from that, not going to get it done. Um, yeah. One of the things that I uh, said on – I was on Sanders' podcast earlier this week, and we were talking about this game, and, you know, I said it was the, the little things like Ashley Hatch went to go t- uh, take a shot and – it hit Franny Ordega like square off the forehead and she pretty much did the defending for Chicago. So it's little things like that where, you know, you're hitting your own teammate or you're shanking the shot or putting it five miles over the crossbar. So, you know, they're getting their opportunities, but they're just not good opportunities. And I think that it's coming down to, one, I think they're overpassing a whole lot. Um, they get into the box and, and they pretty much want to ha- find anybody else other than shooting the ball. And um, I think it's also just when they are taking shots, it's not at the right place or the right time. Um, and it's greatly affecting them both in goals scored and the amount of shots that they're actually putting on goal. Now, um, uh, we mentioned uh, Havana Salon coming in the 92nd minute. The other subs were uh, Tiffany Weimer in the 70, 70th for Whitney Church, Joanna Lohman coming in for uh, for MDH in the 79th minute. Um, I mean, it def- definitely substitutions that leaned offensively still couldn't pan out for him. Yeah, and, you know, the, the thing is, it's like, okay, so you take – church off for Tiffany Weimer. Um, well, Tiffany Weimer is listed as a, a forward. I think she falls more into almost a defensive forward slash midfielder role um, more than anything. I When I think goals, again, it's not um, from, from her. And, you know, Joe had a good start to the season with her goal in Seattle, but um, just hasn't panned out really since then. And uh, I think Whitney Church adds a lot more to the offense than people think, especially um, with Benini and Pew not playing. She's one of their primary set piece takers. So um, some of the subs just were a little confusing to me. I think that 
right now the Spirit are almost better off not making subs just because um, I think the most offensive 11 players they can put on the field is what they put on the field um, to start the game. So it it's kind of hard to say, especially when, when you haven't scored in five games, what really is an offensive player anymore. But um, yeah, I was a little confused by the subs, to say the least. I thought that, um, you know, you have like a Maddie Houston on the bench, thought uh, we would see her first appearance. Um, and I'm guessing, you know, Rose Lavelle is still a little bit of ways away because um, even though she's listed in the 18, we didn't see her either. Yeah. Um, the Spirits currently have 10 points in the standings. Chicago, who is in fourth, has 22. That's four wins from getting to where the current fourth place team is. Um, I think from here on out, I, I think player preservation and, um, I mean, obviously player safety and preservation is always key, but, um, you know, some, you know, sometimes that gray area becomes a little difficult to, to manage when you're, when you're looking for points. Um, Oh my goodness! What are you doing over Sorry. there? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just a video. Um, um, I mean, I, I obviously want to see the spirit win games. I, I'm more now, more. I just want to see an improvement on chemistry and and shots on goal. Yeah. Right, like winning's fun. Uh, we definitely want our team to succeed, um, but now the the playoffs are that ship has sailed. Um, I guess you could claim mathematically they're still in it, but I don't. I don't. I think that's the uh, that's a that's a big ask, um, both of the spirit and of another team to to tank. Um, so I want to I want to see progression and development that is going to help the spirit get off to the right start in 2019. Yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, if, if the spirit were losing two to one, three to two every week, or, you know, tying a a game here and there, but scoring goals, this would be a whole different conversation. Um, I think the, um, the issue with these games right now is it's almost like there's a lack of effort happening. And um, we saw it especially towards the middle to end of the second half against Chicago. It was kind of just like, they're like, okay, well, we're down by one or two goals. Guess the game's out of reach at this point. Like, I want to know, um, I'd be curious to see what the... Like what the environment is in that locker room, it's like, okay, if you go down one nothing, is is that, you know, ship has sailed? Like do they think that um they can't get more than like a goal at this point? Uh, I think that's that's an interesting thing to look at right now because if they were you know, like you said, winning's not what it's all about anymore. Um 
I think it's getting the chemistry, but just playing like they have a fight left, a fight left in them still. And I think that's one of the big things that we haven't seen out of this team in a couple weeks now. Yeah. Um, I want to talk a little bit, and, uh, and Jordan, I know, I know I didn't really prime you for this uh, this conversation, so feel free to be as uh, as short and concise as you'd like to be. Uh, no need to force an answer here, but um, you know when I when I first took when I first took on this endeavor um, and really knew nothing about um, knew nothing really about the NWSL and a spirit relatively to uh, what one would know after even just a season. Um, one of my first questions to Jim Gabera was, um, you know, talking about the, ch- like, I'm not, not sure if I remember the question, but we were talking about the challenges of getting an audience all the way out to Germantown, um, to watch the spirits. And if, if there was any organiz if the organization had any interest in trying to, uh, bring the product closer to a bigger uh, a bigger fan base, um, and you know he said he thought the location was fine, that attendance um, w- should grow, and that he just wants to put a, a good product on the field um, to bring an audience out. Now, you know with with mostly road road games for the last bit of the season, um, you know it'll be it'll be interesting to see. Uh, if the if the spirit don't start scoring goals and don't start because sh- like that's even if you even if you believe your team is going to lose right like that you know Chicago's a good team Orlando's a good like there's a lot of good teams in this uh, in this league whether or not the spirit would be scoring goals but if you go to a game you at least want to see some excitement from your team right, right. and I'm gonna it's gonna be interesting to see what the Utah and Portland games are going to look like uh, sky blue is the last game. Um, I would not expect that to be a uh, two packed regardless of what happens, but um, the Utah and Portland games, which come after this long road trip um, only disrupted by the one Houston game. Um, I'm curious to see what attendance looks like in those games. And I'm, and I wonder uh, how this lackluster perf- offensive performance impacts the recreational fan from wanting to go versus not going because if like you said if they were losing three to one three to two you're like if there was a goal to see that if i'm on the fence about seeing a game that might bring me to the plex but if i don't think my team can score i don't know if i want to show up for that yeah i mean i think well i think the portland game will be a kind of an outlier when it comes to oh right that's an Audi yeah Audis. sorry yeah that's that's an Audi yeah. um, but even there I think you know um I th- the issue is I think the spirit have um this big gap to fill between North Carolina and Sky Blue um you know Sky Blue's got Philly Jersey the city all that up that way then you got North Carolina you know got Raleigh, all that stuff down there. So pretty much from North Carolina to Southern Pennsylvania, the Spirit have to figure out, okay, what's going to be my draw to get people 100 miles in both directions, let's say. Now, 
for people that live in Maryland, in a good chunk of Maryland, and even parts of Northern Virginia, Boyd's not terrible. You know, Saturday night's not horrible to do. Um, it's, it's manageable. But, you know, if you live in Fredericksburg or down towards Richmond, that's, that's not going to be something that if this team's not playing well, yeah, I'm not going to drive two and a half, three hours possibly uh, to go see this team right now. And it's unfortunate, but I think that's just kind of what you run into when there's not a great performance being put out on the field. Now, the nice yeah. thing is for the Spirit, they have Portland, um, which always draws well. Um, and you have Utah, who, you know, Kristen Press will draw well. Um, Kelly O'Hara, if she's healthy again. Like, there's some names on that team that will definitely draw people in. But uh, I believe that Wednesday night – or that uh, Utah game is a Wednesday night. And yeah. that – that's hard, especially when it's not in the city. Um, if it's in D.C., that's a whole different scenario. So right. um, I, I think that here in the future, if they do move down to Audi, it would be huge. Um, but then you have to start trying to sell um, a, a stadium that's pretty much ten or pretty much double your size. Um, so that that causes a whole nother issue. Um, you gotta up your marketing, up your ticket sales, and, and all that. So, with this team right now, you gotta kind of figure out will that um, change in location help uh, ticket sales at all? If you're putting the same product out on the field. Yeah, um, agreed. And and you're right. I uh, I I. Um totally forgot about that uh, but the <laughs> Audi field uh, that that will be a well-attended game regardless um, mostly because I think everybody's just looking for a reason to just check out Audi field yep. um, and yeah that'll be um, but yeah the so you know maybe maybe Houston is the the game to really look at then I know it's that's a little it's in the middle of the road trip and and um, but you know with only two games until then uh, if both of those ca- games come with goose eggs for the spirit, um, I don't know who's spending a Saturday evening in July going to the Plex to watch um, the spirit in Houston. If you're not, uh, if you're recreational, uh, I don't know if recreational is the right word for it. I don't know. Uh, uh, but you know, if you're not a, you know, you're not in a squad or you're not a season ticket holder, you know, like it's, you know, you like going to the games, but um, you know, need a reason to uh i don't know i don't i don't know if a lackluster offense playing hosting houston is going to be uh a game that people want to go to um speaking of that audi field uh just a reminder washington spirit have uh launched a luxury suite giveaway um and they they have not like asked me to promote that for any reason i am only bringing it up because uh Watching watching sporting events from a suite is something uh, that I think uh, any sports fan should experience at least once. Um, I have to say, as as it and Jordan, you've you have you seen a game in a suite? You yep. have, right? Yep. Yeah, um, it's cool. 
I don't know if I'd prefer it over being in the crowd, but um, it's definitely uh, it's definitely something that if you haven't experienced, uh, it's a cool it's it's a cool way to to watch a sporting event. So, um, yeah, enter that if such things interest you. Uh, something else that happened. I mean, we mentioned her, we've mentioned her a couple of times, but, uh, I guess we didn't talk about the official news because it happened literally minutes after yeah. we released the last episode. Uh, the Washington spirit signed midfielder, Maddie Huster on a full contract. Yes. Um, yeah. So, uh, the spirit seemed to be making a significant investment in Maddie Huster. Um, it'll, it'll, you know, I think maybe this is the silver lining on the the unfortunate season that is unfolding is uh, Jim Gabera, I think, now gets to be a little bit more flexible on developing talent in a in real time situations. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm super excited about this move. Um, one of the very, br- I would say, bright spots from this season and um, ever since the draft, I think pretty much. All of us in our little media group have been pretty excited about her. And um, it, it's cool to be able to, to see a little slice of history. Um, I'm hoping that the first time that she gets onto the field, that uh, she either gets subbed in for Tori or gets to play right alongside her. But... Um, I, I think it's such a cool thing and the fact that they're so many years apart and playing on the same team in the same league is, is pretty cool. Yeah. And I, I you know, something I, I, I want to make sure that uh, the listeners understand as excited as you and I were, of course, and really everybody coming into this game. Um, anybody who's been following sports knows that a great offseason doesn't immediately produce into a great season. Right. right. Um, you know, the Houston Astros will tell you, uh, the Philadelphia, the 76ers will tell you, um, the Seahawks will tell you anybody, any team that has, um, has spent years developing young talent or has had a really great off season. Um, you know, there's always a lot of hope. There's always a lot of potential, but, um, usually it takes a couple years, um, so while it's disappointing, uh, I don't feel like it's any sense of uh, failure to what was brought to the team. Uh, it's just unfortunate that uh, <laughs> that we have to wait to see uh, the magic that could happen with this roster, especially with a lot of health issues and stuff. Um, you're right. Going to Matty Huster, it'd be great to see them both on the pitch. I imagine that might be something the Spirit organization tries to organize um, for, for how cool of a moment that'll be. Um, I'm, I, what do we want to see out of the spirit, um, like development wise, like who, who should start getting some minutes? Um, what are some combinations you think they should, they, uh, that Jim should experiment with any, uh, you know, or maybe if, if, if Jim handed you the reins, what's something that you might just try? Uh, now that, now that winning isn't necessarily the priority, but player and team development is what's, what's something you would try? Yeah. I mean, I'd love to see, um, maybe some different combinations on the back line. I I really did like seeing Quinny and, um, Estelle play together. Uh, let's, I would, I really think that trying Whitney church in the midfield, maybe swapping um, Church and Quinny would be 
pretty fun, but I'd like to see uh, more of Benini, Ortega, and Hatch up on the front line. I think that yeah. we haven't seen enough of it, and with Mal Pugh out for so long, I think that that has the potential to be a very good trio, and we just haven't seen enough of it. But, um, you know, Benini and Ordega with fast footwork out on the outside and Ashley Hatch being the tall, strong body in the middle. Um, you know, when you're looking for goals, that would be uh, that would be what I would go to, but I don't know. Uh, I'm with you. Um, those, uh, I, that, especially that front line, just the, the, the more minutes we can see out of that, I think the, um, the more exciting that can be. Um, and we'll, and it's a little too early for this, but late, closer to the end of the year, probably at the end of the year, we'll take a look at the roster. We'll take a look at the, uh, what happened in the off season and, and see where, uh, where improvement might be. I don't know if there really is. I think, I think it might just be just more time. Um, trust the process. That's trust the process. Our, yes, we're gonna steal that and make it our thing. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I'm pretty sure that's just how it. Ha- I think every season a new team is like, all right, it's our turn. Our turn to trust the process. Uh, all right, well, let's look ahead uh, at what's not going to be another easy game going into Orlando. The last time these two teams met was just a couple weeks ago. Orlando came to the Maryland Soccerplex and defeated the Spirit one nil when they did play earlier this season way back in March the spirit prevailed 2-0 at home um you know the the the, the pride are in are in decent form the spirit obviously are not um hard hard to imagine anything other than another L here um I'm not gonna try even to predict a score but I would say you know I, you know as much as we yeah you know, I want to see the front line you know start developing and showing more potential but I'd I'd like to see some some attempts and some shots from midfield yes that'd be nice I would enjoy that um you know last weekend on Saturday the courage went down to Orlando and and roughed up the pride um i think it was either three nothing or four nothing so the the pride i think are one of those teams that are very inconsistent and are very beatable um not saying that the spirit are the same as the courage um very different directions for both of those squads but um i i think that the spirit when they played orlando last were Fairly um, in that game. I think that the one goal that was scored in the game was a fluke. Um, obviously, Aubrey Bloodso needs to keep an eye on where she is regards to spacing. But I don't think that this is going to be um, out of reach for the Spirit. I definitely think that they can, can beat this team. And uh, especially if... Alex Morgan isn't good to go. She did not play the last 10 minutes of the game or so. So that's um, definitely something to keep an eye on. I think that the Spirit could very well come out of this game with at least a point. And I'm excited. Um, I'll be down there for the game. Hopefully I'm uh, going to see a win. Um, have not. It's been a while since I've seen the Spirit win on the road if i've seen it at all <clears throat> yeah um if you if you saw it 
uh, you haven't seen it this year, right? Nope. I don't. I don't think it. I don't think I've ever seen them win on the road. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't. I don't see. And um, did they win on the road last season? I'm not sure they did. Maybe they did. Maybe they did up in, in New Jersey. Um, yeah. Uh, very well. You'll be at the game. Uh, you going down there as media, or you just going as a fan? Yes, going as media. All, all right. Yep. So we uh, we we'll get a full report from you. Um, uh, all right, Jordan. Uh, I'm looking forward to talking to you next week, hearing about uh, what you saw down there. I'll be watching from afar. Uh, and man, um, looking for just some sort of uh, some sort of offensive. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Jolt, maybe. Uh, something to just remind us that there there's goals to be scored. <laughs>